Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Come then, let us bow down in worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Today listen to the voice of the Lord, do not go stubborn as your fathers did. In the wilderness, when at Merib and Massa, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Forty years I endured that generation, I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways, so I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks. And I know mine and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We do not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace. We're shorn of sin and refreshed by his love. We gaze in prayer upon his face. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, listen to my prayer and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like a grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake and moan. I am like the lonely bird on the roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will rise and have mercy on Zion. For this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again, and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure before you, that the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion, and his praise in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and the kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, do not take me away before my days are complete. You whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. But you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Give ear to the words I speak. A reading from the first letter to the Thessalonians. My brothers, we beg and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that even as you have learned from us how to conduct yourselves in a way pleasing to God, which you are indeed doing, so you must learn to make still greater progress. You know the instructions we gave you in the Lord Jesus. It is God's will that you grow in holiness, that you abstain from immorality, each of you guarding his member in sanctity and honor, not in passionate desire, as do the Gentiles who do not know God, and that each refrain from overreaching or cheating his brother in the matter at hand. For the Lord is an avenger of all such things, as we once indicated to you by our testimony. God has not called us to immorality but to holiness. 
Hence, whoever rejects these instructions rejects not man, but God who sends his Holy Spirit upon you. As regards brotherly love, there is no need for me to write to you. God himself has taught you to love one another. And this you are doing with respect to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. We exhort you to even greater progress, brothers. Make it a point of honor to remain at peace and attend to your own affairs. Work with your hands as we directed you to do, so that you will give good example to outsiders and want for nothing. We would have you be clear about those who sleep in death, brothers. Otherwise, you might yield to grief like those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, God will bring forth with him from the dead those also who have fallen asleep believing in him. We say to you, as if the Lord himself had said it, that we who live who survive until his coming, will in no way have an advantage over those who have fallen asleep. No, the Lord himself will come down from heaven at the word of command, at the sound of the archangel's voice and God's trumpet. And those who have died in Christ will rise first. Then we, the living, the survivors, will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thenceforth, we shall be with the Lord unceasingly. Console one another with this message. The Word of the Lord At the word of command, at the call of the archangel's voice, and the sound of God's trumpet, the Lord himself will come down from heaven. He will gather his elect from the four winds, and from the depths of the earth to the heights of heaven. When the Son of Man comes, he will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast. He will gather his elect from the four winds and from the depths of the earth to the height of heaven. A reading from a letter by St. John Bosco, priest. First of all, if we wish to appear concerned about true happiness of our foster children, and if we would move them to fulfill their duties, you must never forget that you are taking the place of the parents of these beloved young people. I have always labored lovingly for them and carried about my priestly duties with zeal, and the entire Salesian society has done this with me. My sons, in my long experience, very often I have to be convinced of this great truth. It is easier to become angry than to restrain oneself and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. Yes, indeed, it is more fitting to be persistent in punishing our own impatience and pride than to correct the boys. We must be firm but kind and be patient with them. I give you as a model the charity of Paul, which he showed to his new converts. 
they often reduced him to tears and entreaties when he found them lacking docility and even opposing his loving efforts. See that no one finds you motivated by impetuosity or willfulness. It is difficult to keep calm when administering punishment, but this must be done if we are to keep ourselves from showing off our authority or spilling out our anger. Let us regard those boys over whom we have some authority as our own sons. Let us place ourselves in their service. Let us be ashamed to assume an attitude of superiority. Let us not rule over them except for the purpose of serving them better. This was the method that Jesus used with the apostles. He put up with their ignorance and roughness and even their infidelity. He treated sinners with a kindness and affection that caused them to become shocked, others to be scandalized, and still others to hope for God's mercy. And so he bade us to be gentle and humble of heart. They are our sons, and so in correcting their mistakes, we must lay aside all anger and restrain it so firmly that it is extinguished entirely. There must be no hostility in our minds, no contempt in our eyes, no insult in our lips. We must use mercy for the present and have hope for the future. It is fitting for true fathers who are eager for real correction and improvement. In serious matters, it is better to beg God humbly than to send forth a flood of words that will only offend the listeners and have no effect on those who are guilty. People brought little children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples tried to discourage them. Jesus saw this and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. He that receives such a child in my name receives me. Let the little ones come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Lord, you called John Bosco to be a teacher and father to the young. Fill us with love like his. May we give ourselves completely to your service and to the salvation of humanity. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.